0: what's going on it's Jessie lee and call me hashtag boss lee or the people's mentor in this episode 295 of the show this is all about what to do when you get stuck in your business and considering a lot of you might be feeling kind of stuck at the end of the year here in 2020 i think that this episode could be super beneficial for every single one of you if you end up getting value from the show all i ask you to do is subscribe leave a five-star review make sure you put it in your instagram stories with a screenshot tag me tag some friends and let's go I know it takes time to leave the reviews, and so I do want to make sure you know I do appreciate all of you. And don't forget that on Mondays we do giveaways. So on episode 295, today's a Tuesday, by the way, but today's reviewer of the show is Kelly Lou 8. Thank you so much energy. If I need to get fired up, then Jessie Lee is the go-to person. She is so relatable and gives so much value. I am so excited for the coming year, and I appreciate everything you do for people. Thank you, Jessie Lee. So much energy and so much value. XX. I love it. Clearly another one from Great Britain. Oh, I love you guys so much, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the show on how to get unstuck. And if you do, like I said, make sure you screenshot it, put in your story, tell me your biggest takeaway. Ciao so hello hello everybody what's going on my name is jesse lee you can call me hashtag boss lee and I'm excited to be on here with you today. I am super familiar with your company. I'm super familiar with what you're selling, what you're doing. I'm excited. I'm all about the clean living. Um, How many of you are excited for this call today? I'm just wondering. Awesome. Katie's excited. Janelle's excited. Haley's excited. The rest of you need to fix your faces a little bit, but that's okay. I still like you. Um, I'm gonna make you love me in a couple minutes, so it's all good. (laughs) But um, I have been a network marketer now for 5 years, an entrepreneur for almost 10. January will be 10. And uh I I love the topic today. The topic today is actually going to be about what to do when you're stuck in your business and you are feeling a little plateaued and maybe you are trying to uh to level up. Is that anybody on here? Like is anybody currently like, why am I here all the time and I'm trying to level up? Awesome. So I just want to tell you, first of all, that wherever you are in your journey, it's normal, right? So wherever you are in that journey of discovery or that journey of business, entrepreneurship is absolutely this. So anybody who tries to tell you that this is not normal is lying to you and maybe has never actually done much in network marketing or entrepreneurship in general. I really like the, have you guys seen the image where it's like what people think success looks like? And then it's like what success actually looks like. And it does like one of these little things, right? It's like a a giant, not crazy, whirly gig thing, right? So there could be nothing, nothing closer to the truth, you know? Um, I've now been doing this, like I said, for 10 years. And I've gone through every ebb and flow I think that's out there. I've had tons of times when I feel like, is this for me? People ask me a lot, oh, did you ever think about quitting? And if I tell you no, then I'm a big, bold-faced liar. Like, We all feel that we all get frustrated. We all have moments where we're like, what's going on? And so I actually want to, uh, I'll reference a book really fast for you. If anybody's a reader, are there any readers on here? You can like put your hand up if you like to read. Um, and it's on audible as well. And I'm just going to tell you a story that I don't even know if I've ever told this on a, on a call, by the way. So I travel a lot. I have a very large international team. We are open in 27 countries and we're growing super, super fast everywhere and I went to Europe for my first really big European tour, I guess, July last year or something, 18 months ago. And we were in this plateau where the Europeans are growing, everything else is kind of flatlining. Some people are going backwards. So it was like just a plateau. And I felt like I had been in a plateau for forever. Has anyone ever felt like you're in a plateau Forever. forever, right. And I'm like, God, like this. Something's got to give. This is this is like actually stressing me out. Um, And I almost had like a mental breakdown one day in Germany. Okay, I have to back it up. I had a mental breakdown in Germany. I text our CEO. I'm like, I'm freaking out. I was like, I'm putting in more hours than anybody. I'm personally developing constantly. I'm doing all the things you tell me to do. I'm showing up on every call. I'm, I'm, I'm on the, the company leadership calls at literally, literally three in the morning Germany time. I'm like, why am I not growing? So I don't know if you can relate to that where you feel like you're doing everything right And it's just not clicking, but I will tell you that I read a book, I forget the author's name, it's George something, George, hmm, I don't remember, but the book is called Mastery. The book is called Mastery. And so those of you who are readers, I want you to get a hold of that book, okay? I want you to get a hold of that book because the concept through the book is how the plateaus are actually where you're growing, The plateaus where you feel like you're not getting any better are actually where you're getting a lot better. It's these huge increases where we actually are living in delusion, okay? You're living in delusion. You're like, no, I'm growing, I'm growing. You're not, right? It it looks like you're growing when the numbers are increasing, but wouldn't you agree that you're actually growing when it's tough? He compares it to tennis, where maybe you're going to play tennis and first you learn how to do, I don't know, like a front hand or something and you do the front hand 10 million times and then you hit a plateau and you're like, I'm ready for more, I'm ready for more. And then you're like, all right, now I'm gonna learn backhand and then you're terrible. Oh no, God, I'm in a plateau, this is terrible, this is awful, right? And then you're learning, 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 learning the backhand and then you plateau again and you've got to learn a new skill. And then you're learning how to serve or whatever it is, right? And then you're serving, 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 right? You get the point? Yeah? Your business is no different. So those of you who feel like you're stuck in plateaus, take the lesson inside of that. The lesson inside of all of that is what skills are you learning? Something I learned a really long time ago is that you are paid directly in proportion to the value you add to the world. And that is like not the nicest reality sometimes. You're like, seriously, that's so mean. I'm struggling, right? So we need to add more value to the world in order to get ourselves out of said plateaus, right? I like to, um, I like the concept of a thermometer. I don't know if anyone's ever heard this before, right? Or a thermostat, I guess. Okay. So, oh, Katie's heard about this. Wow, well, all right. So here's a concept of a thermostat and it's the exact same in your business. And some of you are about to have like your minds exploded for a second here. Put it in the chat. What is the temperature that you like to keep your house at? Like what is your thermostat set on? 69, it's freezing. 69, 69, 69, LOL. Perverts on the line. Great. 66, 70, 74. Nikki's like my kind of people. Delaney's got 67. Okay. I love it. I love it. All right. So I'm like, I'm a, I'm a 74 as well. I'm not going to lie to you. Plus I got the space heater. Like I'm a little extra about it. Okay. But I'm going to tell you right now, Leah, 75. There we go. There we go. Like, I feel like that one of the reasons I'm single is because I would sweat every man out of this house. But anyhow, so uh, what can I say? What can I say? All right, Lisa laughed, player laughed good. All right, y'all are laughing good. You get my jokes. My humor is good. So here's the thing. This is where we're comfortable. Whether you said 66, because you're a crazy person, or you said 75, because you're like me. All right, wherever you are, somewhere in there, that is what you're comfortable at. That is what your thermostat is set at. We follow so far? Your thermostat is set at 70 degrees we'll call it 70 we're right in the middle now what happens in your house when winter comes and it gets colder in the house right what happens when it gets to 67 degrees in your house and you have the thermostat set to 70 what happens what happens your thermostat clicks on and goes whoa whoa, 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 whoa. We got to get back up to 70. This is where we're comfortable. On the flip side, what happens when it gets a little too hot? Maybe it's summertime, right? Or maybe it's, you know, December in Australia. I don't know. where's everyone live, by the way, right? And it's getting hot outside and it turns to 80. It clicks on again and it goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Way too hot. Let's bring it right back down to where we're comfortable at 70. And I will tell you, some of you need to have the mindset here for a second Because I will tell you, a lot of you are stuck where you are, but you're not actually stuck. You just think you are. I swear. A lot of you are stuck. You're not really. It's just you keep self-sabotaging to bring yourself right back where you're comfortable. It's the same reason that for whatever reason, don't you always make ends meet? Like how many of you had struggles in your life before just out of curiosity? I'm going to tell you right now, my story of direct sales started because I was living in a basement. I needed $300 a month to pay rent. So this was not supposed to be all this, okay? It was for $300 a month in rent, and I was super uncomfortable. For me, like, I was, I was below, right? I was going a little more broke every week. I don't know if anybody can relate to this. I was, get, I was getting paid every two weeks, and my money was going towards bills. I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything fun, right? My money was going towards bills, and I was going more broke every two weeks. And I went, this is terrible. And then the basement I was living in, the person who owned the house said, okay, I need another $300 a month. And I went, What? She goes, yeah, like, I got to kick you out. Um, otherwise, you have a month. And I went, I have, a, I have a month to make another extra $300 a month, and I have a job? Like, you can't, I, can't, I literally can't go to my boss and be like, sir, what's going on in the pathology lab? I'm going to need another $300 a month, or I'm going homeless, right? Like it, like, it wasn't an option. So I was down here. My thermostat's up here at 70. I'm down here at 65, chilling, not feeling good, not feeling comfortable. That's when I found direct sales you follow? So that's when I found direct sales and I went, um, I have to work. And when people ask me all the time, well, why did you work so hard from the get go? Like what kept you going? What made you show up at a higher level? What made you actually build a business from day one when some people don't build a business from day one? Well, because I didn't see another option. Some of you are plateauing right now and you're not rank advancing. You're not doing whatever because you're actually focused on other stuff and you don't even notice it. Like some of you think, oh, I have a plan B. I can, okay, if, if our bond doesn't work out, it's fine. I'm just going to go uh, babysit. I'm going to go bartend on the weekends. I'm going to make it work by, ba- uh, I already said babysitting. Did I say babysitting? I think I did. Like I'm going to go Grubhub or DoorDash or I'm going to do Uber Eats. I'm going to Uber. I've got a plan B. Well, in my mind, I didn't have a plan B. There also wasn't Uber a decade ago anyway, but I didn't have a plan B. I went Okay, my only option is network, well, direct sales, network marketing. I got to make myself at least be able to pay my freaking bills. I can't go homeless. So I didn't do anything superb at first. No, like don't, like don't put me on some pedestal, okay? I was an angry, angry, angry woman 10 years ago. I had no personal development. I was a big jerk, okay? Like I was angry, yelling at people on the team. I was a, I was a disaster. I just knew I didn't want to be homeless, okay? There was no grace about it. I was not a good speaker, I was horrible, very rough around the edges, okay? But I'm up here, I'm like, I need 70 degrees. I need to pay my rent. So I just worked until I elevated this. And some of you have been here before where you're like, my car broke down. What am I? How many of you have ever said something like this? How many of you have ever been like, oh my God, my transmission just went out. How am I gonna make $300 out of nowhere? Anyone ever said anything like that before? Like there's a doctor's bill. You're like, how am I going to find $200 out of nowhere? How am I going to find $1,000 out of nowhere? We say that out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden you start working like crazy and you go Whoop, right back to where you're actually comfortable because the temperature has dropped down. I know it sounds weird to some of you, but I'm asking you to get uncomfortable. I'm asking you to find a way. I'm asking you to do the things that make you feel nervous and a little bit barfy because those are the things that rise your temperature. Now, some of you are like, okay, but I'm, I'm always at $3,000 a month. I'm always at $500 a month. I'm always at $250 a month. I'm always at $5,000 a month. I'm always at $100,000 a month. I don't know what y'all are at, right? I'm always at half a million dollars a month, all right? Whatever it is, okay? That ain't bad, though. Half a million's not bad. Cheers, all right? It's an annoying plateau, though. I'll give you that, all right? So what do you do to go up here? Maybe you decide that 70 is not comfortable anymore, right? Maybe you decide 70 is not comfortable enough anymore. So what are you gonna do, Lizette? What are you gonna do, Cora? What are you gonna do, Amber? What are you gonna do, Lauren? What are you gonna do, Grace? You gotta raise your actual thermostat. You gotta hit the little button up. Boop, 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 boop. You have to decide that good enough is not good enough. So how do you do that, right? You're feeling good. You're feeling good at $1,000 a month. I'll tell you, first of all, Get around people that stretch this. Okay? I just slid it in there a minute ago how much I make a month. Some of you went, What? That girl? Wah, 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 wah. That's just in my MLM. That's not even my investments. Come on now with it. I'm 32. <laughs> right? Like, come on with it. Like, there's no limit. I just made some of you go, Wah, wah. Yeah, I've only been doing it 38 months, by the way. It's not like I'm an OG in my company or anything like that. I just work really hard. Why do I work so hard? Because I can't spend the money I make. I promise. I don't know how. That's why I donate so much, probably, right? I give so much. But I will tell you, I will challenge you, get around people that stretch this. It's the law of the rubber band by John Maxwell. Okay? John Maxwell talks about how when you expand your mind, it can never snap back the same amount. Right? 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 That makes sense to you? Have you ever stretched a rubber band before? Like the, like hair ties. Okay. Here y'all are, I only see women. So if there's men on here, hi, I'm talking to my ladies on here, hair ties. You ever seen a hair tie before? Does it ever go back or do you have to switch hair ties after a while? Cause that thing you're wrapping it like 17 times and then it just finally snaps. Right? It never goes back. Your mind is the same. Your mind is elastic. So for me, it might sound psycho, but I'm over here like, give me the billionaires. Like I need to spend time with billionaires. And so I do sometimes literally it's only two, but like, that's kind of cool. I feel like a poor, poor, poor woman around some billionaires. Let me tell you about how poor I am. Okay. They're like, yeah, I'll be there on my private jet. I'm like, sheesh sheesh right when you think first class on points is cool you rolling up in your freaking 747 private jet like who have dropped what in the heck are you talking challenger 500 or whatever these things are called i'm like oh a casual 30 million dollar jet like wow no McNeil. it makes you go what what some of you are like okay hold on so i know i need to surround myself with better people but what else some of you do you know what your dream car is and I mean, like, come on with it, dream car. Like, don't just say, I want to drive an Escalade. Like, tell me everything. You can throw it in the chat. What do you want to drive? If it's an Escalade, what year is it, right? What do the seats look like? What's your, what's your, what, what kind of, are, do you have leather seats? Are they black leather, white leather, cream leather, red leather, blue leather? I don't know, right? What color is it? Is it wrapped? Do you have rims on it? My car's all got custom rims. Like, I'm like, look at the shoes on that thing. I got 24s on that Lamborghini. Let's go, right? Like, I'm crazy, right? Like, okay, white Benz, but what kind of white Benz? There's a lot of Mercedes. I have an SLS, but like, what do you want? Do you want a G-Wagon? You want to look like a rapper's girlfriend? Yeah, me too. All right, like, come on. (laughs) You know, like, what do you really want? What do you really want? Some of you don't care about cars. Okay, what do you want, a ranch? Go to a ranch. Go actually walk on the ranch. Go sit in the car. Go actually visualize these things. Go smell the leather of a Rolls Royce and tell me it doesn't, it messes with your brain. Some of you are plateauing here because you're not visualizing your life looking any bigger. You're you're, you're very comfortable where you are not understanding how different the world can look. Some of you are sick of where you live. You hate it. Maybe maybe you want a tiny house. Maybe you want a freaking villa in Italy. Have you ever gone to Zillow? Y'all, one of the strongest things I, I have ever seen is if you go and you start dreaming and visualizing your future by scrolling on Zillow. Type in that zip code you know you want to live in, okay? Go type in if you want wood floors, you want a pool in your backyard, you want at least an acre, you want, you know... Uh, I'm saying like you want a big kitchen like can you see my countertop that thing is the size of, I was like I don't even know I got this giant imported marble countertop why I don't know it's pretty I just like it <laughs> I just like it I like my sink it's one of those big farmhouse sinks like what do you want you need to stretch this some of you are spending time with people and allowing them to construct your dreams yet they've never constructed anything. You're over there taking constructive criticism from people who have never constructed anything and you're shocked at why you're plateauing. Get around the leaders on this team. Talk to them. It's a different level of conversation. Wouldn't you agree? How many of you get off a call like this and you're like, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go crazy. And like you post something about it in your Instagram story. You post on your wall. You're all razzle dazzled. You go back to your your, your husband, your girlfriend, your partner, your wife, your whatever. And you're like, oh my God, I was on this call. I'm ready to go crazy. And they're like, I think you already went crazy. (laughs) You sounded psycho. Okay, Mm -hmm. you don't sound, you sound mentally unstable right now. Okay, you let people tone down your goals and dreams, putting you right back in that bubble. Right back in that bubble. And here's the crazy thing. Some of you are so scared of success. Your success is not gonna change you. It's not gonna change you. I love getting around my oldest friends and they're like, Jessie Lee, you know what I love about you? You're the same freaking person. You have changed not at all in 13 years. I'm like, not at all. Come on, don't I look better? They're like, shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, you are the same person in here. And some of you need me to tell you that because you're so scared of the money because you're worried of it, about it changing you or something. All it does is make you more powerful. So those of you who are holding yourselves back and not rank advancing yourself up because you think that money is the root of all evil. No, no, no. The love of money is the root of all evil. First of all, second of all, I don't care if you give it all away, give it all away, donate it, do whatever you want with it. Money does amplify who you are. So if you are a good person, I'm telling you right now, you're going to do a lot more good in the world because you got money for it. If you're an evil person. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're on this call if you're evil, but like if you're an evil person, yeah, it makes you a more powerful evil person, but it's not because of the money it's because of who that person is inside. So don't be scared to be able to be abundant. Don't be scared to give back to the world. Don't be scared to rank advance. Don't be scared to make people go, who do you think you are, Megan? Hitting top rank. Be like, come at me. Who, like, don't let other people dictate your future. Who are you trying to make happy? Hopefully yourself. I don't say this to be, Any other way, except for the truth. Some of you are so focused on making everybody else around you comfortable, you're extremely uncomfortable. Some of you are so focused on like keeping the boundaries around yourself and not letting good people in for what? You need to be loyal to yourself. Some of you are super loyal to people that aren't even loyal to you. I'm gonna say that again. Some of you are super loyal to people that aren't even loyal to you. Can you explain that to me? These people are not your friends. They keep, they, they keep you around because it's convenient for them. No, no more of that, Anna. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. I have a friend, she told me the other day, she's like, you know who your partner should be? Your partner should basically, and this is vice versa, right? So both sides of the partnership. Like, it should be a partnership. They should be gassing up the, every single decision, decision you make that's not detrimental to somebody's health, right? Like, yes, yes, yes. If your partner or your close friends... Are not your biggest fans? I don't know. Reevaluate your circle. Because I'm looking on a call right now of 45 people live, and I'm gonna guess y'all are each other's fans, but you're probably not talking to each other as much as you're talking to the naysayer, as much as you're talking to the hater, as much as you're talking to your mother-in-law, as much as you're talking to your to your ex-best friend from second grade, who cares what she thinks? You wanna level up, stop taking advice from people you wouldn't trade bank accounts with. You don't want to trade lives with that person, you don't want to trade happiness with that person. Stop taking advice from them. You do it in your business, though, when you wonder why you plateau. Well, you wouldn't take marriage advice from somebody who's been divorced six times. So why do you take business advice from somebody who's failed six businesses? Ooh, I know, it kind of like hits you hard. It's like, a, ouch, ah, ah, Some of you are feeling attacked. But like, facts aren't attacks. So, you know, like, I mean, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Facts aren't attacks, all right? So I'm just, I'm just trying to bring you down to earth. Because every single one of you has to understand that, I promise you, your checks are going to keep cashing. Your company is huge. Your company has great reputation. You've got a great compensation plan. They're going to keep cashing your checks. So why are you building it only to this limit? You've got to go above and beyond. You've got to start personally developing more. You've got to get around a better circle. You've got to spend more time working on the things that matter and less time on the fluff work. A lot of fluff work. Going on a network marketing. Well, I clicked like on somebody's status. I don't know. I'm not a millionaire yet. Come on. Conversations. Okay. Conversations. Okay. And I know I went over time, but like I made y'all start two minutes late. (laughs) I hope you got some value out of what I just said. I hope more of you have that idea in your mind, and your heart, what you actually need to do to break out of that plateau. And I hope you understood that more than anything, more than anything, it's not your skill set. It's not, it's not that you're not good at social media. It's not, it's that something in your mind is holding you back. And I want you to raise the thermometer on your mind. I want you to elevate and expand your mind. I want you to think bigger, be bigger, become bigger, become more and continue to live in abundance or start living in abundance for some of you. There's no reason you can't have the life of your dreams unless you continue to let your mind and other people's small limiting mindsets conquer you.